Back in black. <laughs> back in action. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we got the black background kicking. Nice. You guys let us know how you like that. Recovered addict, so we kind of want to just kind of slide into the background and kind of hide <laughs> and not take any responsibility. Very good, you wallflower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I want us to look at, Dwayne, today, um, the second part of alchemy. Yes, this is part two. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think we got into the essence of what spiritual alchemy is, the purification of the soul, um, and encourage everybody to listen to that one before they listen to this one, the philosopher's stone, mm. um, the symbol of inner wisdom. And I want to get into something, and in, in, I'll have you start off with it, is transmutation, where we're converting challenges into opportunities. Yeah, the, of the limited studying that I've done um, <clears throat> with this, I alchemical idea, this might be the one I have the most experience with, but also I think our listeners could start practicing immediately. Mm. And, um, you know, this idea, this idea of that's not a problem, that's a gift. Ooh, I like that. Yes. That's not a problem. That's a gift. Mm -hmm. Because in my, in my addiction, what's wrong with me is you. If only you were different, I would be okay. Right. And I have that perspective on the entire world, and it lets me down hour after hour. And my day is miserable. And I'm, I'm wondering why my skin is crawling, and I'm irritable and discontent. And I, I, this existence just isn't even worth it for me because everybody's in my freaking way. Because mm -hmm. what's wrong with me is you. And you experienced that <clears throat> this morning, right? <laughs> for a few hours. Yeah. We all, it's so funny because we all get that way. I mean... Like I was telling you, I was doing the Christmas tree, and I'm like, no one touch it. It's only me. I'm doing it. And I'm like, where's my fucking Christmas spirit here? <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Yeah. You're going to do I it wrong. This. I'm going to do it right. Yeah. <laughs> and then this morning, you're like, a bunch of weather, a bunch of pussies. Don't want to get out and work out. You know, your clients Everyone's are canceling. canceling. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had a roof leak. We had a mirror fall and break. It was wild. It yeah, was mirrors wild. breaking. Crazy, some... crazy energy. However... Is my perspective, this is fucked and the world is against me? Or can I have an alchemical process, an alchemical perspective and say, that's not a problem. Mm -hmm. This is a gift. Mm. The philosophy or one idea that I really like is like telling kids to go hunt Easter eggs. We've talked about this before, but it's worth reiterating. When I tell the kids, there are Easter eggs out there on Easter Sunday, go look for them. How long... Will they stay outside looking for Easter eggs? Oh, uh, as long as they think there's one there. Exactly right. Exactly right. These things are like little gifts. These mm -hmm. things are like little treasures. Mm -hmm. And as long as we tell them there are more gifts out there to be found, they'll keep looking. Especially if there's a golden one with $5 in it. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm, we literally would get bloody mm -hmm. competing to win the golden egg. Oh, yeah. 100%. And we would look for hours. How many kids, little kids, want to do it again? Right. Yeah, hide it again. Yes, yeah, hide, hide it again. again. Hide yeah. it again. So can I have a similar perspective into or towards the challenges of my life? That's a gift. That's not a problem. That's a gift. Oh, there are dirty dishes in the sink that I didn't use. Fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> right. Or can I say that's not a problem? That's a gift. Now it's my job. It's an opportunity to serve. Yes, very good. It's In my love. job with, with a spiritual practice or a recovery mm -hmm. practice, an expansion practice. It's my job 
to look for the gift. What, what, tell me the gift there. Is this a challenge or is this an opportunity? Oh, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to what? To practice acceptance. I couldn't possibly. It's an opportunity, what? To practice um, respectful communication. Oh, well, interesting, interesting. <laughs> what else? Oh, it's an opportunity to keep my mouth shut and be of service. That's so hard. Mm, it's extremely difficult, but that's when I change. Mm -hmm. If I'm waiting for the rest of the world to change in order so that Dwayne feels okay, I'm going to wait forever. Yeah, and it's like what... It, like for me, with what you're just saying, when I look at the opportunity, instantly my ego wants to play victim mode and be, these people are taking advantage of me. They left the dishes in the sink. They know mm -hmm. I'm going to do it, so they just do this on purpose. Yes, yes. You know, because, the, and then they take from me, and then I'll spiral. All it takes is one little negative thought like that, and then... Uh, they call them ants, you know, A and T, mm -hmm. A negative thought. It takes one little ant, and then next thing you know, there's a trail of them, you know. And then I'm just going down the. I was like, well, fuck my relationship, fuck her for leaving the dishes, you know, in the mm -hmm. sink, and mm -hmm. she has no responsibility. She didn't do shit, you mm -hmm. know. And then I, I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden, I'm hearing, oh, there's a vacuum cleaner going. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay attention to that. She wasn't <laughs> doing the dishes because she's vacuuming. The but my my doing the dishes is the most important thing that was done all day. Yes. You know, and I sacrifice the worst out of anybody else. <laughs> my pride and my ego. And so I will do an action. Mm. The transmutation is having the right attitude when you're in service. Very powerful. And that's hard for an addict. Yes, yes. For anyone. Can I shift my perspective mm -hmm. to, to genuine service, an altruistic practice? Mm -hmm. um, really, Jay, what we're talking about is like, this is like turning shit into gold. Yeah. And the exactly. situation does not change. It's just my perspective. It's just my understanding. It's just my motive. I'm, I'm, I'm a little more clear on the energy I'm bringing mm -hmm. to the situation. And if my energy is integrating my shadow, yes, my shadow is the part of me that's malevolent. Yeah, and it's how old? 30? 35 years old. But, but and really, it doesn't know very much. It's no, got no. blinders on. It's limited. It knows a little bit of hurt. But it, that's my ego, and that's mm -hmm. the part of me that is also like... um. Very aggressive, mm -hmm. very aggressive, wants what I want. Everyone else is in my way. And that's the part of me that says what's wrong with me is you. You, yeah, You're exactly. what's wrong and your mm -hmm. behavior. So what we're really talking about is like dragging that mm -hmm. shadow into the light and starting to um, integrate mm -hmm. that aggression in a more positive way in a more useful way. I want to be of use. I know that for me in my recovery, if I'm not of use, mm. there's no real good reason right, for existence. Right, right. Like we have found that the best form of existence is being of service to others. Mm, I like that. And that's why we do this podcast. That's why we, we challenge each other in the gym. That's why we raise healthy families. That's why we create powerful businesses is we want to be of service to others. That idea, that perspective can permeate every area of my life. Yes. And if it does, that's a life worth living. A hundred percent. That's and, a good life. Yeah, and it's and you have to look at it, and I, I kind of want to delve into, uh, I think this is a really good time for us to understand, because we're right in the moment, we're mm -hmm. dropping into a moment of where we can transmute an attitude while we're in service, yes. or while we're at work. This is a part of 
of recovering from addiction is being in this process, this alchemical spiritual process. But there's three principles of alchemy, and that is salt, mercury, and sulfur. And those represent body, spirit, and soul. And I don't want to get too heavy into it. It's their spiritual worlds. And they have like, if you look at old paintings, a lot of people had alchemical paintings that they would write, you know, like Isaac Newton, these real famous people that were alchemists. They would secretly put, you know, and there's like, oh, they're all over the Vatican and all these big churches. But, you know, like um, sulfur would be a relation with, you know, death or dark crows, you know, all of those different things. And so they would mix this in there. But the cool part about it is us understanding body, spirit, and soul. Understanding when you're in this process of transmutation, these three things. This is not just, addiction recovery is not just a biological thing Mm. with a bunch of hormones. And you're taking cravings and just making it all biological. There's a spirit and a soul aspect. Very good. And and, and I want to kind of dive into this when we're looking at this. And you can talk about this that spirit and soul aspect of understanding I'm in that moment mm-hmm. and I have a choice to make to go with higher self, to go with God or to fall back yes. into um, the normal pattern that I have that my ego wants to have control. And so soul and spirit goes away because soul is eternal. Very good. Yep. So go ahead. I, I want to, I no, want to hear no, your I love it. Um, <clears throat> Which part of me is aware that, okay, now is the time to choose? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which part of me can observe yes. the situation? Yes. Can I get a little distance? Which part of me is the observer of my mind? The observer of, okay, I can do- go down Dwayne's path. I know where every single bottle is. I know how to go down that path. Mm-hmm. Or I can do something different. I can go down God's path. I can go down an uncharted path. I don't know what's down that path. Which part of me is aware that now it's decision time? Mm-hmm. That part of me is the soul. That part of me is the spirit. That part of me is this metaphysical part that science can't explain. The fool. We're leaving. Yes, yes, it's the fool. If you're going to do something for the first time, you're going to make a mistake or a yeah. few or a bunch. We're, we're talking about the tarot card, the fool. Yes. That has yes. the backpack. He has to leave home. Mm-hmm. Um, he's off on adventure. He's on the cliff edge. He Absolutely. has the little dog with him. Every warrior, yeah. every king was once a fool mm-hmm. because you didn't, I didn't, you don't get that wisdom by accident. Yes. Like wisdom unearned is cheap wisdom. Like you don't want cheap wisdom. You want to have your own experience. You want to go down that uncharted path and figure it out for yourself. And you're going to stumble through that, especially in the beginning. Um, but uh, but ch- let me ask you this yeah, question because yeah. I think this is like perfect right where we're at with this transmutation. People ask, why did God give me this addiction? You know, people will say that. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, why Why was I born and I'm a freaking addict? <laughs> yes, yes. Let me remain the victim here. Uh, a, a lot of experience has gone by, and perhaps a lot of transmutation has happened. I believe that God made me alcoholic because that power knew that was the only thing that was going to get me back to God. Mm. I had to go through that hell. I had to go through that shadow mm-hmm. in order to want to enter the that light. Navy SEAL training, you had I to I had do to that. go through it. I had to go through the heavy shit mm-hmm. that almost killed me Yes, in order to be willing to seek an, a better way. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I firmly and believe to be that. able to help others. I firmly believe that. And I, yeah. I have a, a, an inner knowing because that's been my experience. Mm-hmm. Like that is exactly, exactly how it went for me. God made me alcoholic because he knew that was the only thing that was going to get me back to God. That's so good. Cause it, it's so true. It's like, we want to shift blame to God and God mm-hmm. transmutes mm-hmm. it. And says, "Yeah, go ahead and blame me, Jonah. You know, in the well, Cain. <laughs> yeah, Cain. Go ahead and blame me, Cain. It's fine. Yeah, and and in Cain and Abel, God takes yeah. no responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yes, God is like, actually, <laughs> if you did well, don't you think you'd fare better? Yeah, and then you you've been talking to me. We've been going through the Bible and different things uh, with, and you can see transmutation taking effect with Job and Joseph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so powerful. The uh, what does it mean to have a cloak of many colors? <laughs> I, 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 he's versatile. He fits in anywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, he's hated by his brothers, thrown in a pit, sold into slavery. Sounds like an addict. Yeah. Hated by the, his brothers. Yeah. Can do anything. Is like a little snake. <laughs> Chameleon. Yes, correct. And he was narking out his brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> because of his transmutation, because of his ability to turn shit into gold, mm-hmm. that's not a problem. That's a gift mm-hmm. because of his versatility. Oh, well, he be, he kind of ran the jail. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he organized it and got things working a lot better. And how do, how do you get that? How does the jailer like you? How does that happen? He was a slave for Pharaoh. And mm-hmm. like, this is a pile of shit. My, I'm a slave. And it's like, no, he was head slave. They made it. Yeah, he charge. ruled the whole house. He was in yeah. charge of the whole house. And, and Pharaoh trusted him enough that he... Put him in front of Pharaoh's wife. Yeah, he gave uh, him pot, or Potter's wife. Mm-hmm. I think was it. But that there's a lot of trust there. If you're like, I trust this servant out of anybody to be yes. able to. And then what does she do with that? She sexually harasses him. Yes, yes. And tries to force herself. On I don't know him. if you can sexually harass a guy. That's really hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> All I ever wanted was to be sexually harassed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Joe Rogan has a great joke. We're we're <laughs> stalling here, but he talks about. He goes, if you go high school. You know, and you're looking and you hear a story and it's like your daughter, you know, and then something happens with like a teacher and your daughter or something. You're like, oh, my God, that pervert. But then it's your son (laughs) and he's 17 years old and hot teacher. You know, we even have songs on it from the 80s, like hot teacher. You're like, high five. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, son. (laughs) Yeah, good job, son. Great. (laughs) Isn't it funny how double double standards. But I mean, when we look at and, and this is something that. I want you to speak about the struggle becomes the valuable spiritual lesson. Yes. Yes. Initially the non-drinking, the, the, the stopping drinking, that was insurmountable. I was like, I can't do this. I, I don't have enough power to do this. So what was presented was, okay, now how do you find enough power? So it became this seeking a journey in regards to tapping into infinite source, tapping into the abundance that's all around me, tapping into the majesty that is life that I have always been connected to. I was just too blind to see. That's so good. And really that power, that God consciousness, that uh, inner being, that soul, that part, that, that metaphysical part that we're talking about, that's what I needed in regards to, okay, I'm not going to drink today. Do you feel like, when you accepted the responsibility of of your higher self and you leaning into God and knowing that 
I can't do this, but God can, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. which is that higher self of you. Do you feel like there was like peace and freedom washed over you? I mean, like the chaos kind of go away a little bit. Like, Absolutely. Did you feel cl yeah. uh, close to God? Because there's a lot of people that are listening to this that don't know that feeling. They, Absolutely. They, yeah, they yeah. just know chaos. I and will, it's crazy. Yes. I will say initially it was very strange. It was like, oh my God, this doesn't feel right. And, and, and then someone told me, I think that's called serenity. <laughs> they're, they're like, that's a little bit of inner peace. <laughs> you're not what really, the fuck is yeah, that you're story? not really used to it, but that's what that is. <laughs> that's so and funny. then so we start to experience these moments yes. of inner peace, this, these moments of closeness to God. And it is genuine, it is a knowing, it is mm -hmm. like an internal knowing. It's you're becoming deeper, in alignment. It's deeper than a belief, exactly. Your shoes. Yeah, like shoes in alignment about. with shoes of inner being. And that inner peace that comes from saying, God, you deal with this because I can't. Mm -hmm. It's brief, it's a moment. But the more I practice, I believe those moments, they can get closer and closer mm -hmm. together. And then really, with as you go down the road with this alchemical process, it's a lot more than just not drinking. It's like the judgment I have of my wife. That's shit. Mm -hmm. How do I turn that into gold? Did you know she's raising my children? Yeah, exactly. What a blessing. Yeah. Did it, you yeah. know that she is honoring me mm -hmm. and speaks highly of me mm -hmm. and has... has Supplies your needs. Has, has like, like gone above and beyond in yeah. every, every, every area in our relationship. Do you know how blessed I am? That's not a problem. That's a gift. Mm -hmm. So it's our job to continue to look for the gift. One of the parts about this is like we had to go through that hell. I had to experience that malevolence. I had to experience that aggression. And now this is Carl Jung's teaching, which Jordan Peterson also references, which I really like. And um, it's like, okay, well, how do you integrate the aggression? Mm. Carl Jung's big deal is dissolve and integrate. Mm -hmm. So the shadow is not, it's right. not like suppress that bad part of you, Dwayne. Right. Hide it under the rug. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. It's like, bring it into the light. Mm -hmm. You invite the bad guys to play, but you let them know you're playing my game. And in my game, I'm set it. I'm setting my game up to succeed. I love that because when the dissolve is a dissolution. It's like a, um, and that's a chemical process in the alchemic. And so yes. that's where they're getting that that's, from. Yes, exactly right. And, and so in that dissolution, something begins in that flask that they're using. With It takes the heat. Mm -hmm. You got to get it <laughs> that hot. That shit, yeah, <laughs> that you're going through in your life, that heat. And then that's where the transmutation comes through that. Because it, it has to dissolve, and it dissolves into another element. It's so powerful. That's bro. the cool part. So powerful. Is that it, it does go from, you know, hypothetically, if you want to say lead to gold, but it, it, it takes that heat, it takes the melting, it takes the dissolution. Those chemicals have to, sep there has to be a separation. Yeah, that's the heat. That's and that's the ego separating from, mm. you know, yourself, and then spirit comes out, and then, and then that's, then as you begin to, listen to God, you begin to listen to your spirit, then that begins to dictate the way of things that you do in your life. Then you begin to heal from addiction. But it's, it was like you had said earlier, that was the only time. It was like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the new path I'm going on. And so your resolve and that chemical process that happened to you on the pool, Yep. you know, all, all of those moments led up to you being 13 years sober. Yeah. That's so powerful. That was so well said, bro. The, the, the heat that mm -hmm. that that happens when when I'm in when 
my life is on fire. Yes, it's yeah, like, literally. My life yeah. is on fire, and I'm in a shitload of pain. <laughs> <laughs> That's the heat mm-hmm. that helps separate the ego from the self. Is what you said. That was so spot on, bro. That was so well said. The um, the um, the, you know, in in a lot of recovery programs, we discuss um character defects. Mm-hmm. And basically this is just what I'm using to, to, you know, to stay alive. A lot of them are survival mechanisms. A lot of them are um, like the seven deadly sins, but mm-hmm. to an extreme and they're character defects and they're how I navigate the world, but it's a losing strategy. I'm losing that game. And we like to say through this process that character defects are not solved. They're dissolved. Mm. It's like that. That's they so just good. kind of fall to the side mm-hmm. once this alchemical process mm-hmm. takes place once I go through enough heat, yes. pain, and shit to realize that's not serving me. Mm-hmm. That's a losing strategy. Yeah, it's that way with my food addiction with fast food after I hadn't had it for so long. And I can remember I walked into a KFC and it smelled disgusting. Yes. I mean, it was gross. Like if I go into, if I walk into a fast food place, it grosses me out the smell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that smell used to make me want to order four Big Macs and a 20-piece McNugget yeah, and yeah, a big yeah. shake, you know, strawberry shake. And where now it's gross. How does that happen? How can you walk on the alcohol aisle and even go, you went to go get Christmas gifts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. At Total Wine. I went to a large liquor store recently. <laughs> to get, get wine gifts. for people and stuff like that, it which is a, amazing. It was great. a fantastic time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you got to learn and listen to the different mm-hmm. kinds. It's like us, To you, it's like drinking the coffee. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you don't drink anymore at all. I don't want people to get the impression that you're drinking. but um, And I don't think people should. Be, that should that's not wise. No, uh, no. Abstinence <laughs> is very. Because I, well, I didn't want you to think. Not we were talking all. about the coffee. Not. I want people to understand <laughs> no one here that has an addiction is going to. Uh, be involved in that addiction. Totally. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, it's too, not that it's too tempting. It's just, I've been there. I don't need to go back. Yeah, exactly right. It's like, why dip your toes in that? Yeah. I'm not no interested reason. in having yeah. a non-alcohol beer. Yeah. It's like, it's like, if I have a huge addiction, why would I just be going to Vegas? Right. Roaming around the halls. Right, Even right. if I'm not gambling, why be there? Yeah. No you, need to be there. You hang out in a barbershop long enough, you're going to get a haircut. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I I didn't think you meant it like that at all. You're you're correct. Okay, cool. But, I, I don't want people the, thinking no, that you're still all. drinking. The 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 um position of neutrality that I've been placed in because of this spiritual um practice, because of this alchemical transformation, I can go into a place like Total Wine and feel nothing. Mm. It's sealing to f- to sealing to floor alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's like a massive. But I mean, that that was like your addiction. Like if I would have had a panic attack if I was still in in active addiction. And because of these spiritual principles that have aligned me with God, that have created a connection with the power that can solve my problem. What problem? My problem. Any fucking problem. Mm -hmm. Not just drinking problem. I found this alcoholic dude working there, and his eyes were half open. I was like, "Hey, bro, can you help me?" He's like. Yeah, what do you need? And like, I was in and out in ten minutes. He, he was super <laughs> helpful, and I got four bottles of wine. And now my Christmas shopping is done. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, the way that you can go into a liquor store, not have an energetic response, is a part of what we're discussing when we're saying, "Now I went through all that hell, all that malevolence, that aggression." 
Yes. Now we're integrating the aggression mm-hmm. with intention. Yes. It's like it's like a hockey player. Mm-hmm. Like if all you did was check people and you were too aggressive, you get kicked out of the game. But if you're well practiced and you are clear on your aim, it's disciplined aggression. A hockey player with disciplined aggression can score a fucking goal. Yes. Win the fucking game and defend himself when he needs to. If you cannot integrate your aggression, if you cannot integrate that part of you that was the shadow and have it in the functional light, you do not have the capacity to say no. You need to be able to integrate your aggression Mm -hmm. in a healthy way in order to say no. And if you really think about it, if you go down the rabbit hole all the way, if you take this all the way down the rabbit hole, what does it mean to say no? It means there's nothing you can do to me that's going to change my mind. Ah, that's so good, yes. This is like, this is like, this is like the Nazi guards mm-hmm. are telling you to pick up that 100-pound bag of wet salt. Or, or you know what? Another way to say that, the integration of the aggression, the, obviously these are extreme examples, but another way to say that is, I'm willing to play for higher stakes than you are. Mm-hmm. The answer is no. And without that integrated aggression, you can't get there. You will never be that serious in regards to your sobriety. That's such an honest realization. Yeah. Like for you to have that realization and or, or any addict to sit there and say no you're being so honest with yourself in that moment yeah there's no bullshitting it's, it's as genuine you bullshitted your life yes. up to that point <laughs> it's as genuine as it that's gets. why it's so hard huh and some of those some of those genuine moments that's the same as those little moments of peace yeah that little moments of serenity that little moment where i can go good job Dwayne. yeah it's a win that's an attaboy yeah. Holy fuck. That's a winning strategy. Mm-hmm. I just won game of life. And and I, this is something I really want to talk about because I think this is before we go on to the next one is these struggles that you're transmuting, whatever it may be in your life. Maybe you had, you know, molestation when you were a kid or, you mm-hmm. know, you were um, kicked out of school for no an unfair reason or whatever it may be. You fell out of college because you were an idiot and you were doing too much cocaine. Whatever it may be, <laughs> you have to understand the game of life is your evolution. Yes. And what is that? What does that mean? It's a spiritual evolution. It's you meet suit after meet suit after meet suit learning. Yeah. And then it, it's learning to the point of where you're, you've evolved, you know, through those, whether you call them densities or whatever we can get, I don't want to get too spiritual here, but at the end of the day, you need to look at yourself and say, I'm spiritually growing. Yeah. I'm evolving. And I'm the better human I was than I was last year. 2022 was a shit year. We had, uh, we just had, uh, congratulations. Um, we just had somebody, They people are posting on Instagram how many days sober they've been or months awesome. or whatever. Awesome. So, you know, and they'll send a story or whatever. And then I always like hearted or whatever. And um, there was a lady the day, 13 days. It's a long 13 fucking days. time. That's a long time. <laughs> 13 days. Think about that. Oh, yeah. You've been sober for 13 days. You've gone through the hell, and you're going to go through more hell 
you're in the hell right now. Like, yeah, you're in the flames. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, but, and, and I want to talk about this before we get into the elixir of life, the quest for inner peace, which we talked a little bit about. I want to get into the four elements because you had mentioned something fire. And I think this is important. In ancient Greek philosophy, alchemy talks about this that there's always uh, two qualities that are associated with each element. So if you have fire is dry, fire is hot. Okay. When you think about biblically, or mm. when, when you go back to ancient Greek with the, the gods, all these metaphorical stories, because that's what all of these are, the Bhava Gita, you know, where you have, you know, all these blue gods, these colored blue gods and these cool, they have the coolest gods, you know, in India. Totally. And they're all like cool looking. <laughs> and their stories and all fierce, that. Yeah. You always see fire, air, water, earth. Like, for instance, water, the flood. Yeah, absolutely. Water, Jonah. And so that struggle, that element is coming in, fire, you know, like what we're talking about now, you know, it's hot, it's dry, you're in this, you know, the pressure's on. So think about these elements that you're going through, whatever it may be, you know, the almost drowning, you know, that's water, the the air, it's scorched, you know, like you, I need water. Like, and, and then they play, the elements play off each other too, which is kind of cool. You know, when you're under the fire, when you're in the fire, a, a, a drop of water, <laughs> would could be amazing save your life yeah you know and it's and when you're drowning you don't need a drop of water no <laughs> so that's really powerful you need man. earth <laughs> i i think it's super cool too that a majority or if uh, all of our ancient spiritual mm -hmm. texts mm -hmm. are, are talking about this mm -hmm. they're yeah. all the, i mean even the mesopotamian creation story epsu mm -hmm. and and uh, and her counterpart it was Salt water and fresh water, mm -hmm. and that's what gave birth to the universe. Yeah, those polarities, and that's that's mm -hmm. like the oldest written creation story we have, six thousand years old. Well, you know, and for us, our evolution to understand it spiritually, we have to get back to these processes in nature, mm. and and it's really cool. And, and the alchemical process, the flask is actually nature. Okay. So when you think of it in, in other metaphorical, like in paintings and stuff, you'll see like, and they'll have snakes coming out, you know, mm -hmm. and a crow and all these weird paintings, knights running around, you know, with, and each color means something. But um, whenever you see that flask and you see its nature, it's like, that's what nature's doing. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why the elk is getting chased right now by the grizzly. You know, that baby elk is getting chased. What happens if it survives? It may survive 10, 15 attacks. And then it turns into a strong male and it has the big antlers. Then what's happening? Well, since it survived all that and grew really big, now it's the one that's reproducing. Right. It's the one that's carrying on that seed. Surviving. For the, the elk to be better. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the natural process. That's evolution. Yeah. And spiritually, that's what we're to do. We need the grizzly to attack us. We have to have that. If you if you have if you had no struggles, Dwayne, what would life be like? It'd be boring. It would be boring. It would be cakes, warm baths, Wally. And, and procreation. That cartoon that's Wally. A, that's I all it would be. Picture those people <clears throat> floating yeah. around with the. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> They're all huge. <laughs> yep. And this is also Dostoevsky's um, mm -hmm. analysis is that, that if that's what the world was. We would tear that structure down mm -hmm. just so that we had something exciting to show up to. But that something exciting to show up to is what you're referencing when you say the grizzly. It's like, if you're not challenged, what's mm -hmm. the point? That's not why I manifested here in human form. 
And when in my unconsciousness, in my complacency, in my mediocrity, mm-hmm. oh, I just want the couch. Oh, I just want to rest. Don't you know, I, I work so hard. I'm so tired. It's been a long day. It's been a long life. It's been a long life, motherfucker. You haven't done anything. Get up, get out there, start changing your life. Take responsibility for your addiction. Take responsibility for your behavior. Take responsibility for your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Then things start to shift. Well, it's like when you look at, it's like you dumbass hasn't done shit. I've survived a grizzly attack. Right. It almost killed me. Makes you formidable. Yeah, I fucking was such an addict and drank till I blacked out, drank till I got black eyes, whatever, found myself in a ditch like Mm -hmm. you were. Mm -hmm. I had grizzly attacks, and I survived them all, (laughs) and a lot of people that I know haven't. Mm -hmm. I just had one of my good friends last night. I went to Two Fools Tavern, which is like an Irish pub here. I don't have an uh, alcohol addiction problem, so I drink beer. But I had a couple beers, and her partner um, just passed away from alcoholism. 34, 35. Jeez. You know, liver went, you know, and so, but I think there was drugs involved too, but mainly it was, you know, a fifth of alcohol. And it's like, what part of me needs that fifth of alcohol? What part of me, beautiful, beautiful girl, like super beautiful, nice. And then there's this secret part of her that would come home after work and fucking drink a fifth. Yeah. Every night. Yeah, the the shadow, the unconsciousness, the ego. If I can't drag that into the light, mm-hmm. it stays unconscious. So she didn't survive the grizzly attack, right? But guess what? The next meet suit, she may. Yeah, yeah. And then Maybe it takes exactly. two hundred of them. So you're gonna have to come back and do it again, and come <laughs> yeah. back and do it again, come back and do it again. Didn't survive the Mario level. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That's such a nice, powerful prompt. In regards to my over seriousness of life, my mm-hmm. over seriousness and perspective, we were talking about this a little bit at the gym, really. <laughs> bro. I'm so serious, my teeth hurt. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just constantly. <laughs> oh, I get that way too. Yeah, and uh, and and if I believe in inner being, if I believe in a god, if I mm-hmm. believe in a soul or a consciousness, is that inner being, is that soul, is that consciousness eternal? Now, what does it mean to be eternal? Does it mean time that goes on and on and on and on? Mm-hmm. Is that what eternity means? Very common misperception. Mm-hmm. That is not That's what not eternity it. means. Eternity means timelessness. There is no time involved. It's not subject to life or to birth and death. It just is. So if that part of me is not subject mm-hmm. to birth and death, why am I taking this so serious? Yes. Why is the the guy cut in front of me in traffic the biggest problem of the my, of the fucking year, and I'm going to tip his car over? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why are my teeth clenched all the time? Why are the dishes such a big issue? It's like this does not matter when you're dealing with eternity. No, and and the guy I was telling you about, he was talking about like in nature, there's like twelve thousand year cycles, <laughs> and he's yes, like, yes. that's nature's time. Jeez. But, you you know, it's like when I go up to the mountain and hike, and a lot of you have mountains and stuff. We're here in New Mexico and Albuquerque. Yeah. Um, You look at that granite. I always do it. I look at these big chunks. I was like, this granite doesn't give two fucks. (laughs) I could touch it right now. It does not give two fucks. This granite's (laughs) been here for millions of years. (laughs) It's so humbling. That is so cool. When I used to drive. Really? My problem? Right. Let me go talk to the granite. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love that you do that. When I would drive to the restaurant, I would look at the big 
The mm-hmm. Sandias, we call them the Sandias here, the, the part of the Rocky Mountain Range that we have, huge slates of granite. And I would say, what is in that is in me. Yes, yes. That shows that, the eternity. What, yeah. it, what is in that is also in mm-hmm. me. We can learn a lot about presence mm-hmm. from a rock, from a bird, <laughs> from a tree, more than sitting cross-legged, floating, meditating sometimes. You know, it's like the rock just is. Mm-hmm. He's not complaining. They don't give two fucks about no, you going, can spray paint you're it. going to a restaurant and, and, and busting your ass late night. It's like, give me times I all you want. pissed on rocks. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't yeah. reach out and fucking hit me. They could kill me. And, that, and that's powerful to be looking at unity in that way. That's yeah. a powerful perspective. I R. Kelly does. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> a horrible, horrible and, thing. And they did not. Uh, yeah, he's in prison <laughs> for it. <but laughs> Real talk. That's so funny. He <laughs> has yeah, crazy. Uh, so I want to get into the next one, which is the elixir of life, the quest uh, for inner peace, since we went 36 minutes just on one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate aim of spiritual alchemy is to attain the elixir of life, a state of inner peace and harmony. This is about finding tranquility within life storms, learning to be present, you just said this, and finding joy in simple moments. Let me stop there. Um, learning to be present, that's one. Mm-hmm. And number two which is what I'm working on and I'm having a hard time is finding joy in simple moments. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for everybody. Not trying to control the moment, not being pissed off in the moment, finding joy. Very good. good. (laughs) Uh, Just kick me in the ball. Yeah. Right now it just uh, did. I felt it. I was like, Oh, I, uh, you know, it's, it's a tough practice for everyone and it's, helpful for me to call it a practice Mm -hmm. because it's it's nice to kind of if you can't approach something with a um if you can't handle something with a with a light touch Mm -hmm. you're probably not an expert at it yeah oh that's good and so i want to have a little bit of a light touch in regards to Mm -hmm. honoring the present moment and seeking joy in the present moment because chances are i'm gonna fuck it up pretty often it's like I, i screw this up all day long but at least I'm willing to seek joy. At least I'm willing to head in that direction. I have a high aim. Mm. That's why we wish upon a star. That's why I set uh, this outer worldly goal. It's like transcendent. It's something above me. It's of God. I'm not going to be that all the time. I love that. But at least I have a direction to head mm. in. And then those moments of joy, uh, when, it, when they come, those, it's, it's, it's not two weeks from now. And it wasn't three days ago Mm-mm. when I was worried about paying <clears throat> whatever bills for Christmas. It's right here, right now, in the present moment. And there are countless spiritual teachings about honoring the present moment. Eckhart Tolle's like, mm-hmm. bring it home, man. It's like, that's all there is. Yeah, and it's like, it, it's the alchemy, the transmutation in that moment of joy. For me, it's like, the money doesn't matter seeing the joy in the child's face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very seeing powerful. that they get we as a family get to be together in this time that we choose it to be a holiday or whatever me not focusing on any of that bullshit and me just focusing in the present moment which is family and love yeah and it's a way that i get to show in a, an innocent child's mind them i get to give them joy and excitement so powerful. So, man. and they get to unwrap that gift and, and and not know what it is. And there's mystery and children love all of the aspects of that. And we're going to have candy and we're going to have cookies and everything that a child would love. Why do I have to sit there and make it about me mm-hmm. and be pissed mm-hmm. off? 
mm-hmm. are worried about the turkey. <laughs> Why can't I be in the present moment and enjoy that moment for what it is? Because to me, and, and you, all our spiritual teachers teach this, that moment is a miracle. It's an absolute fucking miracle. Yeah. Yeah, it's a miracle that we're alive. It's a miracle that my child is sitting there alive. Yeah. Yeah, a miracle that I'm alive. The chances are that he should be alive. Yeah. It's an absolute miracle. Um, there are countless tools to help bring us back to the present moment to start honoring the miracle that is life, mm-hmm. to start honoring that joy that's in front of us. One of those tools is just knowing that the reason I bought the gifts, the reason I spent the money, the reason I offer the presents, the reason I cook the turkey is because my motive now is to be of service to others. Mm-hmm. Because in my addiction... Joy. In my addiction, I wasn't of service to fucking you anybody. You brought pain. All I brought was harm, <laughs> pain, and misery. And you're going to be of service to me, yes, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. That was and that was me and my narcissism. Absolutely. So this this complete 180 gaslighting. To, about that yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, I'm a double down on my on my dishonesty. Mm-hmm. I'm going to double down on my delusion. Mm-hmm. And and I heard a lot of people doing that. So now, the flip side approach to life that was a losing strategy towards Mm -hmm. life and now in this game of life i'm interested in having a winning strategy paradoxically being of service to Mm -hmm. others is a nice way to boom put me in the present moment i stop thinking about myself and then maybe i have a higher probability of of experiencing that joy Mm -hmm. experiencing the 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 gifts that are right in front of me yes yeah and it's 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 a great way to live um Another nice tool, and this is a little further down the road, a little more practice, a little more experience. You can start doing it right away. Who gives a fuck? One nice tool that I love is, is the lofty question exercise. The universe does not give me what I want. The universe gives me what I am. So lofty question exercise mm-hmm. is designed to reaffirm my identity. Yes, yeah, yeah. Who I am. So a nice lofty question for me is, why is it so easy for me to enjoy my Christmas with my family? And then the exercise is don't answer the question. Just understand you're tricking your subconscious mind mm-hmm. to reaffirm your identity. Why is it so easy for me to be a brilliant entrepreneur? Yes, yeah, yeah. Why is it so easy for me mm-hmm. to eat healthy foods? Why is it so easy for me to enjoy my time with my wife? And I think people need to realize you've been, if you're an addict, or narcissist or any of these things, you've been in survival mode for how long? Constantly. So you don't understand the inner peace or you don't understand thriving. No. So your body is like, I'm used to running from cheetahs in the savannah. <laughs> and my cheetahs are heroin or yeah. food or drugs or Dead whatever. Right. Fear, worry. Yeah. Fear, worry. Yeah. I mean, that's cortisol Absolutely. level. I'm, I'm addicted to this cortisol. Bing, 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 exactly bing, 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 right. bing. Empty, full, empty, full tank. Go, go, go. I noticed that. That's why I was telling you at my work, especially when I worked, I was a manager at a dealership. Mm -hmm. And I just went from problem to problem to problem, fast paced. And I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that cortisol, fast paced, problem solve, problem solve, move. Always, always moving. Never would sit down. Never was present. Mm. always the next the next the next you know and you had to do that kind of too the restaurant oh yeah yeah in the restaurant and stuff and this inner peace it says this in the literature is achieved not by avoiding life struggles but by obtaining a calm center amidst them and i want you to talk about this because you watch a lot of football 
that um, running back, does he run away? What's in front of him and what's behind him? And what happens if he ran that way? Yeah, if he ran backwards, he'd get kicked off the team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not going to be in the NFL. You're not going to be in any football team. No, no. Because next thing you know, they're going to yeah. fo- they're going to follow you, tackle you, and you've just what lost 10, mm-hmm. 20, 15 yards. Oh yeah, yeah. Why absolutely. do you? Why do? Why does a running back have to run into three hundred and fifty pound men? Yep, yep. That's the only way you get to win. Yeah, you got to head towards the challenge. Another nice analogy for this is um, it's like a safari saying. In the bush, mm. and this it, lions. When lions hunt, they will send w- the loudest female um, in one direction from coming from one direction, and then the pride is comes towards the prey from the opposite direction. This loud female will roar and scare the prey. Mm-hmm. Into the pride, <laughs> and the pride fucking devours, devours them, yeah. whatever's in front of them. So the saying in the bush is, "Head towards the roar." You have a better chance at surviving if you go towards the roar than you have at running away. You got to go towards that shit that's right in front of you that you don't want to deal with, that you don't want to look with, that as you know is kicking your ass. But that's the direction you're going to change in. Yeah, the, yeah, that's the direction you're going to change in. That's good. You had, if you run away, you don't know what's waiting for you. Mm. It might be the whole pride that devours your ass and you're dead. Well, you're not going to evolve or change. No. Like you just said. No, you might overdo There's only one way to change. You might pass out drunk in the snow in December and die and not mm-hmm. make it back. Yeah. It's, like, it's better to head towards the roar. It's better to head towards the thing you're afraid to look at. That's the only chance you have to change. And then when that becomes a normal practice, mm-hmm. it's less scary. Yes. I know that I can walk through hard shit. Mm-hmm. The restaurant that I worked in was insane. It was fast-paced, constantly moving all the time. Everyone is drinking, dropping levels of consciousness. And I was able to bring this spirit of service. Mm. I was able to bring this idea of, God help me offer my presence, not my fear. Mm-hmm. God help me offer my presence, not my judgment. God help me offer my presence, presence, not my resentment. Mm-hmm. And this shit storm is going on all around me, and I had I, I felt peace. I felt good. I was there to perform a service. I knew why I was there. Yeah, I was listening to Marshawn Lynch. I mean, you know him, mm-hmm. running oh, yeah. back, amazing. You know, he was with Seattle for a long time, Seattle, and then went yeah. Oakland and all that. But um, he was talking. They were interviewing. He was talking, and, and you know, he's like. You can look at that line as being scary, and it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of them are. I mean, or you can look at it as like, I know I'm faster than them. I know I can maneuver quicker than them. So you're playing the game in the game. And, and, and you know, um, uh, number 23, Jordan said this. He said, I learned to play the game in the game. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in that documentary that was so amazing. Last Dance. Last Dance. And, Last great. Dance, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was really great. And um, it's it's so interesting when it, when you look at people that are mastering something that may seem so fucking scary, they're just having fun with it. Yeah. And it's like, when is that point? You know, and I, I, I've noticed, like, you like to joke a lot and joke around about your addiction. You'll joke around about being out. And usually if we're talking to somebody else or something, you'll make self-deprecating jokes about it with yourself mm-hmm. and you could see that's kind of like like you said you have to have that light touch yeah you're not a there's master. kind of that yeah you, you begin to master things when you can be sarcastic and make jokes and 
you know, that that's that inner peace that comes. It's powerful, bro. It's and powerful. you're in the midst and it's just do, 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 do. Yeah. I'm in total wine. You're the calm in the storm. <laughs> and you know, another, that's the storm. Uh, uh, yeah. 13 years ago, total wine would have fucked you up. I would have died in the parking lot. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it in the store. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, so the Jordan Peterson reference in regards to the light touches as much minimal necessary force as possible. Mm. It's like, I'm not going to apply any more necessary force than I need to, but that's the same thing as the integration of my aggression. It's disciplined aggression. So I'll be forceful when it's appropriate. And when it's appropriate is if my, my safety is compromised, my security is compromised, my honesty or integrity is compromised. No, I don't do those things. I need to be able to say no. I need to be able to apply some disciplined aggression. But otherwise, it's like, why are you taking yourself so fucking seriously? It's <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> go get your Christmas present, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can go in the store. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Most you people can... say, I can't possibly, I can't. No, no. <laughs> I want to walk through the world a free man. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be bent up inside because the world's not behaving the way I need it to behave. Well, I was listening to Andrew Huberman, mm. and they have these... Uh, things that they do because they he tried to understand the brain with fear and we'll have to close here pretty soon but he he was talking about they have jaws and stuff you know like these 3d you put these it's like virtual reality and you feel like and it, you could see people's heart rates go up and they have like you feel like a spider's on you or you feel like you're in a cage with sharks you oh, know yeah 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 for people that are really afraid of things but then they keep doing it and then there's no power over it mm-hmm Mm -hmm. After a while, it's, it gets less and less and less. And yeah, less. absolutely. Exposure therapy. There's a big difference between making someone more courageous th than there is of um, less afraid. Those are not the same thing. Because mm -hmm. the fear might still be there. But if you expose me to what I'm capable of, oh, I can handle that. Expose me to what I'm capable of. Oh, I can handle that. Expose me to what I'm capable of. I've been through that. Mm-hmm. I become more create, courageous. I can. I know I can walk towards a roar. I can move through heavy shit. <laughs> I can bury my grandpa fucking sober. Yeah. I can go to a wedding fucking sober. I can, I can be present for my family during hard times sober. I you can, can provide. You can watch your uh, wife drink a drink in front of you. Yeah, yeah. I, I prefer she drinks a few. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually a fun night for me. You know? <laughs> so this is awesome. In conclusion, we always love that. Alchemy is much more than something that's historical. It's a living tradition. Um, it can help you with your personal and spiritual transformation. And it, there's a lot of principles and practices. And we love to go. We, we love to go to the old, the ancient, mm, yeah. and go back and, and see stories. All of these things we can relate with. And this is just one. Um, that we want you guys to help with. But uh, last thing before we go, Dwayne, uh, want people to, we got a ton of people on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Not a lot on YouTube, which is interesting. Some of our videos do really well. Some of them don't. So if you um, love this podcast, I know a lot of you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Those seem to be the two biggest. Um, just go to Recovered Addict Podcast on YouTube and click the little subscribe button and there's little alerts, and it'll alert you and let you know. We won't be bugging you too crazy on there. Um, and get the shorts and like the videos. We'd appreciate that. Thanks, guys.